0: legally bound a podcast hosted by a married couple andy and katie Trukowski, lawyers veterans national news personalities parents of five crazy kids and unintentionally comedians
1: on today's episode we discuss elon musk and twitter will free speech make a comeback once and for all Okay, everybody knows, I think everybody at this point knows that Elon Musk has not only offered to buy Twitter, but that his offer has been accepted by the board. Hard to say no to all that money, right?
0: $4 billion.
1: Exactly. And it still has to go through the final approval processes and it has to be ultimately financed and all this sort of stuff. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't even know the details of that, but it is all but done, barring something Unexpected, I, th- I think. At this and point. I think
0: everybody's kind of heard that, and that's pretty uh, well known at this point that it's happened, that that was the news this week, that he actually was able to make the deal. But now the left is going bananas.
1: They're so mad. They're so mad about they being the left. Okay, I'm generalizing. Here's the evidence of that. In today's
0: uh, edition of of The New York Times, there's at least four editorial articles written on why this is a bad thing and the dangers of it (laughs) and why Elon Musk is a bad person. And this is all
1: based on... We're
0: all going to hell in a handbasket here.
1: It's all based on Elon Musk promising one thing to bring free speech back to twitter and to stop the censorship that they left and that some people like to claim never happened but clearly it must have been happening well one we've seen it with our own two eyes and two they're so upset that somebody's going to leave the company that that has outright said they're not going to allow the censorship to continue and i don't mean censor- censorship of things that are actually dangerous speech it's opinions that people don't like politically right
0: No, it is because a a lot of what is being uh, declared the type of speech that should be banned from Twitter and really all social media tends to come down to a matter of personal opinions, whether those personal opinions are filled with hatred or whether it's uh, filled with, with kind of a conspiratorial attitude or spirit, um, whether it's uh, focusing more on social sciences than it focuses on hard sciences. There's all sorts of different reasons why uh, things Things have been put into this platform of that, which is canceled on Twitter. But I think that the left who really do hold on to this idea of being able to limit the speech of those that they find to be dangerous is ultimately
1: dangerous.
0: Something that is is uh, is near and dear to them. I think that it is a, a high virtue in their overall Kind of spread of that which they prioritize here, and I don't mean to uh, go after one party or the other party, and, and by the left or the right, those things tend to change quite a bit from time to time. But right now, what we see in uh, American politics is that it is the far left. Uh, people, um, whether it's Democrats or whether it's somebody who considers themselves just a journalist writing in a newspaper, you're on the far left extreme in America today when you're calling for social media platforms and other digital platforms to severely limit the speech that you find to be dangerous or hate filled or otherwise concerning. And those are the people that we're talking about.
1: And that's exactly right. And the thing that we should point out, I think, because before you go down too far a rabbit hole with Twitter and free speech and debating what is or isn't dangerous and what is or isn't allowable, we have to remember the foundations of this country and more specifically the First Amendment, What. Is the First Amendment, Andy?
0: <laughs> oh well, the First Amendment's like everything to me. I, I and I say that kind of jokingly, but it is just like my deepest passion. I I, I love the Constitution. I love our country. I love uh, the the legal basis under which we've created. I think that in the history of civilization, you haven't seen anything come quite as close as uh, the American experiment to the ability to live freely and th- at the, the core of that idea to be able to be a free person, being able to explore the liberties that you choose to throughout your lifetime with the uh, with the Constitution written in the way that it, it was, it was basically ordered in in an order of priority. And that First uh, Amendment, the the right to free speech and religion and press um, and uh, to be able to uh, gather um, those all being put in the First Amendment, to me, say more than just about the words themselves. It is the most important because when you are exploring the idea of freedom and you have to understand that freedom is something that's, that's only relatively new in civilization. Again, there's experiments that have happened over the years. Look at, at at rome and um and those days 2000 years ago but really in in all of the history of the world there's been no country like america that has sought to uh give freedom and democracy to the people in the way that we have here and so that's a little bit of a lengthy, indulgent right. uh, description of why I think it's so important, and why I have so much passion for it. But free speech, in and of itself, means that you, as a citizen, have a uh, have a right to say what's on your mind,
1: and, right. and you so don't the have to point be correct. Is that- People that are going to go down a rabbit hole and start to say, well, what about this kind of speech? And we wouldn't really want people saying this and that. And we're going to redefine the word dangerous and violent to mean anything that we don't like personally. And you can, in fact, have those opinions and think, hmm, you know, it would be better if we just didn't have anybody saying anything like that. You might actually think that. But the problem is that's literally inconsistent with the First Amendment to our constitution. So you might think that some society, and there's many societies out there that abide by these censorship, censorship sort of uh, regulations would be better. The American experiment is not about that. And so to the extent that people want to go down that path and suggest such is better for society, it's not American society. No,
0: there's other places that you can live where pretty simple, where there are uh, real restraints on speech and um,
1: powers that be decide this is not acceptable for whatever mm -hmm. reason. Here now we hear people saying things are dangerous in a very unorthodox way to suggest danger through words that are not even threatening words, but that are offensive words in some way. It's been so redefined to the point that anything can fall under an umbrella of being banned if you so desire, okay? And the people that are more likely to ban speech have more or less been on the left because that seems to be Part of a platform, so the idea that Elon Musk has come forward and said, "I'm going to make Twitter an actual place for free speech," has very much upset a lot of people. So let me let me read some of way. the
0: headlines from the yeah. New York Times. So again, today in the New York Times, four separate articles that I'll call editorials. I'm not sure if they were all intended to be editorials. At least some of them are. But this is what the New York Times is reporting all over its front page. Uh, here's one article. Selling Twitter to Elon Musk a good uh, is good for investors. What about the public? The company's decision to sell seems to have been based purely on the financials, with little if any regard for other stakeholders. That one uh, by James Stewart. We've got here uh, a guest essay in the opinion section. Elon Musk is a problem masquerading as a solution. We have
1: the conclusion of that one is basically that Donald Trump will probably get his Twitter back. Yeah, so yeah,
0: that's the that's the fear. All, all to life. say
1: that this is all about it's about Donald a
0: Trump. thousand words of fear mongering just to to ultimately. <laughs> what if be Donald concerned? Trump
1: can tweet?
0: Well, I th- I think he will be. Uh, we have another opinion piece here. Twitter under Elon Musk will be a scary place. They
1: just de- declare it so. It's going to be so scary when people are not censored. That's what a so lot those those two to in the
0: opinion section, the first one not in the opinion section and the last one not in the opinion section. This one in the on tech section, buying Twitter, Elon Musk will face reality of his free speech talk. Terrifying. S- subtitle is uh, tech's big shots have learned again and again that free speech isn't so simple. What happens when Mr. Musk owns Twitter? I actually don't understand why people don't think free speech is uh, all that simple. It is actually quite simple and it really comes down to what's in the word free speech i mean that's the point here is that you don't like what it means what it means is that you can say what you please when you want to and without without regard to the truth
1: right quite frankly you're still going to be subject to other people's countervailing opinions and maybe even attacks um so be it but to pull people off platforms (laughs) is what mr musk is saying is no longer going to happen and he says in fact, that he would hope that his enemies would stay on the platform, that he welcomes that. And Ben Shapiro, also a big free speech proponent, also talks about that a lot. Says, I believe in free speech for everybody, even people that have literally sent death threats to me. OK, I mean, Is that too so far?
0: I, I grew up as, as I grew up to become an attorney, whether it was high school days or college days or even through law school. Um, I always I was I was quite liberal, Uh as I entered my adult years, even until recently, I considered myself relatively liberal and I always had a great affinity for the ACLU. I, I've always thought that that organization has just done so much to promote and protect free speech over the years, and I believe that it continues to do so. I think there are some people who have criticized some of the causes that they've taken up. But as I was going through school, I remember uh, reading and, and watching the these stories of how the ACLU would defend People like neo-Nazis and would uh, defend people with weird religious uh, affiliations or they would make sure that religions were not being brought into school. And all of this with the idea of, of free speech at heart. And and so when it comes down to it and I look at, you know, there there are some fantastic Jewish lawyers over the years who have made a name for themselves appealing decisions that were uh, that were limiting the rights of of neo nazis and other types of of real hate filled people to be able to speak freely in our country and i i thought that that was quite noble and i actually thought that that was quite liberal
1: well yeah originally i think that that was the idea but it became it always comes kind of around full circle and so i think once people got the idea that it would be so simple to just limit speech because they own these big platforms or because they own media generally speaking that was kind of what was par for the course. And so now that Musk is stepping in and uh, the board's actually accepted his offer because how do you say no to that? I think in some sense, um, they are really afraid of just having no regulation on speech. I mean, that's what it all is about because there's been nothing else to indicate that Musk is not going to do a good job with the platform or is going to do something that's going to run into the ground. Like, what do you mean? Is this good for the shareholders or, or everybody else? Who's to say that people wanted speech regulated? And this wasn't just like I said earlier, it's not threatening speech or actually illegal speech, because there are some forms of speech that even under our free speech constitution are actually unlawful. Our our
0: law actually goes to a a great extent to to define the type of speech that's illegal.
1: So Uh, there are some that fall into that category. Everybody always
0: uses the example of crying uh, fire in a crowded theater. There is... There are some types of speech that are so inherently dangerous um, or that are so deeply against public policy that there's limitations to it. And you can see it in all sorts of different regards, whether it's, um, you know, threatening language, whether it's uh, language that that causes a specific and immediate threat, whether it's uh, language that is pornographic in in nature. There are limitations that the Supreme Court has uh, looked at certain cases and they've set those limitations. And that's so what the law is.
1: By yeah, by virtue of that being the law, there's still going to be limitations on on the quote unquote free speech of any platform because there is laws that we still abide by. So when we're talking about opening up free speech, that's not saying we're going to decriminalize things that are already criminal. It's just like, oh, by the way, did you know Twitter censors conservative viewpoints like on a daily basis? That's what this is all about. It's politics. And so, yeah, of course, people don't like that idea because it's been such a nice, easy way for them to get rid of. Opponents. Well the Democrats watch the themselves
0: way. lose an election because of Twitter. And so now they're 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 looking at Twitter like Republicans have looked at uh, voter laws over the years. If I'm being a little bit of a cynic on both sides, I think that the criticism from the left has been that the right tries to limit uh, the access to voting to people who are historically uh, going to vote Democratic. I think that the left has identified. Well, it's (laughs) my analogy. It's an analogy. I don't know. I mean, it's it's something that's out there. You can. Some people might think
1: that, but that's Yeah. I think there's another thing that's going on with that. Well, yeah,
0: sure. I'm I'm giving the argument and I'm I'm giving the the political reference uh, a frame of reference, so to speak, to kind of what people see as political issues and and how they side. And I think that the left is siding uh, against Elon Musk because they're afraid that opening up Twitter is going to spell uh, nightmare consequences for them when it comes to election time. Because I think that nothing works better than than Twitter, it seems, uh, when when Donald Tr- Trump is is at the keyboard.
1: Right. And so it's just <laughs> a power move, basically, is what you're saying, that they just want to be able to hold the, the power. Yeah. And also at the end of and all the these articles, and we the, have to remember it's all about Trump. It always comes back to Trump. Oh, my God, he's going to get his Twitter back. Oh, well, well, I mean, is that such again, a bad thing? <laughs> he may actually be a presidential candidate again. So don't you think we should hear from him?
0: Well, so okay. might want to consider that. I, I mean, this is what could be his Pretend, launching point yeah. for the next election cycle. You know, take him off Twitter, see how that turns out for an election. Put him back on, see how that turns out. I don't know. I mean, uh, that that's that's certainly coming up here. One of the things that I wanted to kind of talk about is why taking Twitter private is so important in the in the scheme of uh, the free speech motive of Elon Musk. And so I, I, I'll take just kind of a second to give my perspective on that. So the, the problem is that when you have a public company, the public company ultimately is responsible to the shareholders to make sure that it's turning a profit. That's the point of a company. And so if you're doing things that can't be justified, uh, as a, uh, as a revenue generating kind of idea, you tend to get sued by your, by your shareholders. And so, In a public company, when you have uh, topics that are heavily debated or you put yourself subject to boycott, um, which happens a lot with certain types of speech, that company tends to lose advertisers and they tend to lose money and they tend to get sued by their shareholders. And so by being public, you ultimately, Twitter ultimately has to really respond to the least common denominator. What will ruffle the fewest feathers? But as a private company, those obligations to the shareholders just aren't there. And so you can do things that are, uh, or that appear to be counter to a money-making, intent and say, well, this is my intent. It's a private company. We can set our own uh, priorities. And that's different from a public to a private company. Um, and so I think that Elon Musk going saying that it has to be a private company, I think that that's been overlooked by some people about exactly why he's saying that he's reached that conclusion. And it's an important conclusion to reach. And I, I think you know whether you love or hate Elon Musk, uh, if that's his intent is to bring free speech to the platform, Going private is absolutely uh, key.
1: Well, and I think that a lot of those articles missed the mark on that, too, because they're they're talking about losing money and all this responsibility for advertisers and customers and things. I think that they're underestimating how many people actually would like to see some sort of free speech. A lot of times Twitter's turned into like a lot of conservatives, a left Twitter because of all the censorship and went on to Parler and other platforms. And so a lot of it's just an echo chamber of obnoxious similarly minded people that just want to bash on the other side, right? Well, I'll say to the left the same thing. They might be surprised by how many people actually would like to see a free speech platform out there. I don't think that, I think think they're kidding themselves.
0: No, and I think that they're the hypocrites here because when Trump got kicked off and the the right got all upset about it, (coughs) They said, "Well, fine. Go find your own platform. Find somebody who will host you. We've got our platform now that's protected and and that's censored. that's censored and and reviewed by AI technology and and people who knows what they're what their discretion is at the company. And so they had their nice little platform. Well, go find your own platform now. I mean, make your own highly censored platform and see who joins it. Well,
1: right, right? exactly. Same same response. And I think okay. that, yeah, I think they've been in an echo chamber so long, some of these people that they actually believe that they have the prevailing viewpoint, which I don't know is necessarily true. I think a lot of people have just bowed out of the discussion altogether because they don't want to get into it with people who are just so amateur on limiting other people's rights. Well, it's and like they don't have $44 already. billion
0: dollars to have bought Twitter to change it oh, around. Well. So maybe the amping has, has is what ultimately motivated Elon Musk. All of the rest of us who, you know, have talked well, yeah, poorly of, are we do about it? of you know, Twitter, it's like, what can you, you just do? Don't you move go on, on to it. the next thing. Right, yeah.
1: exactly. And so, yeah. How the relevant fact, is Twitter? To some people, vary. To a lot of people, vary. I mean, that's the truth. That's why it's such big news because a lot of people really. Like to use the platform, they really get a lot of information from there. They feel like it causes you to be relevant in some respects. I don't know.
0: I mean, it, a lot of this to me, when you get three sentences, what is it, one hundred and fifty-six characters, something like that, two hundred fifty, mm, whatever I it is. I mean, <laughs> I, I always forget they've got the counter on there. It tells you how many characters you have left. Um, I don't tweet much, but in, in terms of of Twitter, I think that you know it's built for. Uh, kind of derogatory speech it's like how how much can you cut against someone in a few sentences uh, well you can't give a whole long news report on Twitter I mean you can give a headline and link it to somebody else's uh, journalistic writing or your own writing or whatever but it, I mean it's it's a platform that's built on you know how How well can you shock the reader in three sentences? And I think a lot of that is aimed towards negativity. And I don't know. I mean, I don't love negativity, but that's. People want it. that's that's the product. It's they a, want to be
1: able to share their opinion and not have it just be picked and cho- chosen by some random powers that be. And that's the whole idea of the country. If there's going to be a platform where it's supposed to be representative of viewpoints here, then it should be open. Okay, That's so, the bottom line. So
0: talk to me about this. what what do you how do you say um, to kind of the people out there that are thinking, well, this is like a town square. And so there needs to be greater protections in a town square. People can't just go down these rabbit holes. They can't um pedal uh false vaccine narratives. Well, well, see, this they is can't yeah. This is
1: the exact, exact problem that you're running into. Global
0: warming. They can't um say that they hate certain types of Well, you can say that people. in the town
1: square. So I don't know how what the comparison I I don't is. Get that I don't understand that was the comparison. Okay. softball
0: to you. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: Uh, I mean I don't get that either. I don't understand what you're talking about. It's it's just It's undisguised desire to only hear words that you agree with, that you consider any opposing viewpoints violence, that you do not want to hear anything that you don't agree with. And you can call it violence because that sounds extreme and then you can get it removed. I've had things on YouTube that are literally nothing more than a conservative viewpoint and they won't have advertisers on those, on those videos. They will not play ads on those videos it's because crazy. you talk, I talked about Amy Coney Barrett. They don't like that. Well, that's not violent at all. That's just an, a, a political viewpoint that you don't like. Well, and this, so just call it what it is. I don't want to hear no, it. They like I don't to agree call it you.
0: disinformation. And, oh, disinformation. And here's, yeah. One of the articles in As, the in the Times today says Twitter has a disinformation problem, fake news about COVID vaccines, climate, and more running buck wild across the the platform. It goes on to say Twitter has a racism problem. Time and again, it has failed to consequentially answer the pleas of users of color to address the bigotry and harassment that are endemic for them. Um, okay. First, Again, all
1: open to interpretation.
0: I'm sorry for people that are offended by other people's ridiculous opinions. I, I mean, that's it, it's too bad that that exists. And it's too bad that you are so offended by that. I, I think that that is 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 too bad and, and something that I would uh hope for people to not have to suffer through. But. To say that there's going to be some sort of policing structure that's going to determine that which is truth and that which is uh, not truth. And and then even within the realm of opinion, is wh- what opinions have truths to them and where can you start to to limit that? I'll say from the covid perspective, I one of the things that gets me so worked up about it is that th- there may very well be some science that indicates that at this present moment scientists generally think one thing versus another thing but i think that it ignores the uh, so much it ignores first of all social sciences it, it i think the the whole covid um debate that was just so rampant on the internet uh and that i think part of this whole twitter thing is a part of is that you had to have a very certain opinion about covid and vaccines in order to be able to have a voice. And if you said, well, even if the vaccines have some degree of effectiveness, I'm worried that there are long term consequences that can't be adequately assessed right now. Disinformation, disinformation. I'm worried that um that getting a COVID vaccine puts COVID into my body and I don't want long-term consequences from that, that you might not be aware of. Disinformation. disinformation.
1: Without That's not scientific to, to claim any of that is disinformation, obviously. That's the whole point. You, is you that don't know. Saying so does not make it so. OK, and you that don't have is an indication whole...
0: of that right now. The science hasn't shown that right now. OK. And then masks, too. People. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, masks aren't effective. Another
1: thing is a lot of what was deemed misinformation or disinformation or whatever you want to call it was actually subsequently verified. And so that never got any coverage, of course, because there was things that came out. that were even like, found a oh, way, way to Cloth masks don't work. Oh, really? Because people have been saying that for quite a while on the right. And you called them complete idiots. Mm-hmm. But then when the science proved them right, you couldn't cover it at all because it's just moving on to the next thing. We don't want to hear it. It's, it's so ridiculous. So they think it's just so easy. So use the word violent, use the word misinformation, and then you can just shut it down. That's it. There's no debate. And who's making these decisions? Because typically the word violence meant something very specific. Now it means pretty much anything that you don't agree with.
0: Yeah, I mean, these are opinions. <laughs> these are when people go on to Twitter, they are giving an opinion. Unless they
1: say like they're going to come to your house and do X, Y and Z to you physically to harm you and all that. Of course, that's illegal. You cannot make criminal threats against another person. But saying something about not agreeing or even saying something that's kind of rude about another person, it's not unlawful. So I'm sorry, it's not very pleasant, but you're on the platform voluntarily. No one's making no, you be It's not there. a pleasant platform. And secondly, it's a
0: hate-filled platform. You wanna, it's secondly, a cesspool. I hear a it's just
1: a total cesspool of people's <laughs> devolving opinions. But it is just mostly an echo chamber, which I think is proven by the reaction no. to Musk saying he's going to open free speech up. Ooh, that's so scary to have what our country's founded on. You really have to ask yourself why these people are so upset. And I think it's just pretty obvious. I don't think it's any deeper than what we're saying.
0: No, they just want they just want a specific voice that it, that ameliorates their interests and their desires in terms of what's being said. And that's that's it. I mean, uh, OK, so you you say Twitter has a racism problem. Um, is it a problem if somebody goes onto Twitter and makes a racist statement? Uh, they share their racist opinion. I mean, you can do that in a town square in America. You can go to the town square and with the p- correct permits and whatnot, you can stand there and spew uh, hate filled racist Comments. I mean, you can do that. So why can't you do that on Twitter? I'm not saying that you should do that. I'm not saying that it should be applauded. Uh, and maybe Twitter wants to create some sort of advertising regime in order to uh, allow some advertisers not to be involved. But I don't know that, that Elon Musk even wants those types of advertisers. Who knows? But the the point being that you want to just declare it is a racism problem. And then you think that there's a solution to that. I mean, the solution to that is. Is that there is no solution? That's the nature of the First Amendment.
1: Well, you start getting into interpretations of what all these things mean. Again, even even including "quote unquote" racist things, because if you remember the the shooter in New York that they finally got caught um, in the subway was (laughs) posting racist rants on YouTube for years and he had never been removed from the platform or even flagged by that. And so, so where were they? So where were they on that? Because it goes one way because he was a black man? I don't know.
0: And who's at Twitter, <laughs> by the way? So one of one of the things that's really controversial in this takeover is that the the stakeholders, they call it, not the shareholders, the stakeholders, which they're declaring to be the users and the employees, as though the employees have some sort of right to work there and, and for this to be some sort or of to, secure to be job. Run in some
1: sort of way. Uh, you I know, mean, you work not, here. This is how I'm running the again, company. You can leave America
0: like. where we have freedom and liberty and liberty you're implies that you can run Twitter. a business as you choose to run a business. Right. Yeah. But
1: leave or not. But
0: you so you don't like place. it. So you don't like it. Go somewhere else. Go to one of those new platforms. Create the new platform. Just but- say
1: it. I don't know why we pretend see this is what I think the problem is that we were just all being gaslit by the idea that this was some sort of free and open platform. But as soon as someone says they're actually going to make it free and open, then we all have to be scared and running for the hills. Well, then I think you're outed at that point. So just say it. <laughs> Just say the words. Don't pretend that you're doing some sort of, oh, not really censoring, just making sure it's this. Just call it what it is. Say we don't like when people uh, agree with President Trump. We don't like when people spout uh, anti-vaccine nonsense that we don't agree with. We don't like it. We're not going to allow it. Just say it instead of having these secret back channel censorships on tweets, on accounts without actually being very clear and transparent about what you're doing, because you're doing exactly what i just said you're taking away speech that you don't like not because it's unlawful not because the first amendment doesn't allow it but because you personally don't like it yeah you, not because a judge says that you like violated
0: it. some sort of law at Correct. least when you look at free so speech from a constitutional it what it is perspective is at this point. you just have judges yeah
1: i'm so mad why are you mad because, because you can speak freely mm-hmm. oh i thought we were already doing that oh wait we weren't oh you don't say of course we weren't. Why do you think Musk said this all along? He knows what's going on. You know, he has exactly 83 or on. 89 million Twitter followers, and I hope so- that he's
0: very clear with these employees that if they're not on board for the mission that he's put forward, they can go find a new job. Go find a new job. You are. An, I, I think there's a lot of power that is going on with the employees at Twitter because they've gotten so much of what they want in terms of having the control. They've they've instituted a basically like a little judicial system for themselves. They're judges. They're mm-hmm. creating AI and they're doing it on their own. They're deciding these cases without any sort of accountability, without any sort of due process. At least from a a uh, a constitutional perspective, when the government Town Square uh, is going to limit speech. There's a whole due process uh, right that goes through it. You can sue. You can find your way to, to court. You've got a public trial. There's standards. There's precedent that's set. These judges are held accountable. There's appeal courts. There's the Supreme Court. Um, there, there's a
1: real right. process can't just, to it. You know, just sue a sponte like on its own. Just take someone's speech right away from them. That's not how that works in American life. Now, Twitter is a company. So they don't have to abide by that. But now that. Elon Musk is purchasing it. That's how he says he wants to run it. So, again, like you said, if you don't like it, go elsewhere and stop pretending that you were doing anything other than just censoring speech that you didn't like. That's what it all boils down to and removing people that you don't like. Yeah. So now you're mad. It's not going to go that way anymore.
0: Here's a legal concept that I'll kind of put out there so you understand a little bit more of why we're upset about this and why I I don't want to speak for you too much. I think that this is correct, but why I'm certainly upset by by the idea that Twitter has so much discretion and authority to decide which speech is canceled and which speech isn't from again, a constitutional perspective, when speech is limited by a law, that law has to be uh, not vo- uh, void for vagueness. It mm-hmm. has to be, it has to be certain and clear to any person who reads the law reasonably, I guess uh, through a lawyer's lens, but you have to know the speech that it's actually limiting as opposed to you may not, make offensive speech or you may not um, have speech that that generally is in this direction or that direction. It's why a lot of laws that limit, not nice. like not nice or <laughs> that hurt people's feelings. <laughs> right. Or that, right. That, uh, that segregate a group or that. Yes. Try to so isolate. You can't
1: be vague. Laws can never be vague because if you're going to be held responsible for following a law, you need to know what you're responsible to do. And it has to be clearly laid out for you. Mm-hmm. That's for every law, not just speech laws, but for criminal laws especially and for anything you cannot hold people accountable for something that they have no clue what you're talking about if you're like hey don't t- don't speak violently please and then i'm like oh i don't think that kids should wear masks at school they'd be like whoa that was really violent would i have known that would be defined as violent i don't think so you can't you can't ban
0: bullying you can't right. ban harassment it's because those things are constitutionally enough. void for vagueness yes uh, you just can't do it
1: so that's the whole idea here. So Twitter's been having their you know way of censoring, removing people. It's been a whole fun time over there for the left for quite some time. And now the party's over. So I think that's what it all boils down to. And of course, Trump.
0: Yeah. All comes back to Trump. And let's so let's end on a quick discussion about Trump and what I think is going to happen. I think he's going to be returned to the platform. I don't think that people are going to get banned. I think that Trump is going to uh, continue to have a voice that's heard very clearly uh, through Twitter. I think that the the left's perspective going into the uh, going into his first election when they they thought, well, he's just he sounds ridiculous. People won't buy into it. No, then let him talk. Let them not scared. No, well, now they're scared. That's the point. They see how much Well, we all have to be
1: saved from ourselves. You know, that's their perspective as well. It's a patronizing perspective. So basically, you know, we can't trust the people to make a decision because they're listening to this crazy nonsense and it's not even true. Oh, my God. We have to. Stop this right now. Um, it's very patronizing. So let the speech continue. And wouldn't it be fun to hear from all these people anyway? I think that it would be no, more I think interesting. That's,
0: that's literally the, the entertainment idea. value. That's why you log on. <laughs> I mean, that's Twitter why you go look at it. It was
1: only good with Trump.
0: And if you if you look at Twitter as a source of fact without clicking more links to determine the the basis of it, you're the fool. I mean, these are it's a it's a few right. words. It's you're like looking at a few, it's just an opinion from an author or some somebody behind a computer. Come on. Don't don't be a dummy when you're on Twitter and believe everything that you see there. So, it, it, you know, it's really on the user.
1: Always has been. But, you know, this is this is going to be an interesting time. But money talks. So Musk will be moving forward with the deal and. Yeah. Free speech will be returned to all of us. That's the promise. Let's see if it happens.
0: Until next time, we are Legally Bound.